Like, I didn't just describe the town and then let y'all do whatever you wanted. I loved how Night Night, Aaron's character, <laughs> like, goes up to the top of a building and he's like, what do I see? And you're like, he rolls, he's like, you're like, you see a town. <laughs> Another so building. so he fucking stays there and rolls again. <laughs> do I see anything now? Nope, still, still a town. You still see the the roof of a, of a town. <laughs> that cracked me up so hard. Like he was trying so hard to like get intel for the story, and, his, and he kept rolling such terrible rolls, which makes a lot of sense for his character. Yes, that that was very funny. Yeah. I've got a couple things for Robert's character to kind of like make up for the fact that I missed a whole bunch of shit mm. from him, and mm-hmm. I hope they're good. I'm pretty proud of one of them but hell we'll yeah see. that sounds fun i'm so excited yeah. to play i'm excited that we're now like we have every other friday at 6 30 yeah That's i think we, we need yeah we need that kind of structure in our lives oh if you don't yes if we've learned with atia if you don't give her extreme structure she will flounder and die <laughs> like we, we won't ever do this again pause longest pause <laughs> I was like, I could fill this airspace with words, but I'm going to let this just, just be just us staring. listening to you drink water. <laughs> um, yeah, so the pauses that will most likely happen are me drinking water. Get hydrated, beach. Get hot. Get hydrated. I, I've got, <laughs> I got an itchy you're, nose and a finger like, that's both very like distracting. her nose and... <laughs> Excuse me, I'm not picking my nose. I have a little spot on the side of my nose that hurts a little bit. For everybody not watching us, which is everybody, Tia just picked her nose. I'm just kidding. I'm telling everyone that I picked my fucking nose. I know, I'm spreading spreading rumors now. You're spreading freaking lies. (laughs) This is what I get for teaching at a high school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So with that, welcome to the Tiny Shed Book Club, where we host a book club for people who don't actually want to go to a book club. And hello, I'm Tia, and I'm Team Sam. Oh, big time. Okay, I'm interested to hear more about that. Oh, you will. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yes. And I'm Chandler, and I don't think I like any of the characters still. Oh, even Marks? Yeah, maybe like not especially Marks, but he is such a flat character to me. Mm, okay. I don't like it. Okay. Like I don't Okay, we can we can we can get into this later, but yeah, all three of them piss me off in different ways. Gotcha. Um, so we're covering, this is tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, mm-hmm. pages 135 to 267. So the like second third of this book. Yes. The middle third. Is this middle third? The middle squeeze. Um, how do you feel about leading the plot today? I feel like I've got it. Hell yeah. I'm going to let you go with that because I finished my notes like an hour before you got here and I was, Hell yeah. and I was just like, I'm just going to bank on Tia knowing things. Chandler pulled a Tia. <laughs> woo, woo. <laughs> well, I figured last time I was like, oh, I can do it. I can take the lead. I'm like, I'm going to let Tia take the lead this time. <laughs> I don't feel so good about this. I liked this set of chapters. Uh, yes. Much more than the first set, but I don't feel as confident with, like, my notes. I, as I texted Chandler last night, I was like, I am obsessed. I, so I took my notes last night. Uh-huh. I have a, a confession. I took my notes last night and then kept reading. <laughs> so how far did you get? <laughs> how far did I get? So we were. Oh, I got a, wow. I got way further than I thought I did. Tell um, you just surprised yourself. Yeah. <gasps> Holy shit, you did get far. Yeah, I got to page 308 last night. <gasps> I was like, wow. I literally couldn't stop. I, I and we'll t- we'll talk about this, but um yeah. Have your best poker face on so that you don't give away any spoilers. I know all day today I was like you have to just 
these are these are the things because these are the things that happened here's the thing too is that i have a coworker slash friend who's read this book and she was asking me about it today and she's like well where did you where where are you guys right now and i was trying to explain to her like where we were but i wasn't doing a very great job of explaining it and she's like okay like you're not to where this like crazy thing happened. Basically, like she was kind of like not giving away that something big happens later mm-hmm. on. She's like, you would know what I'm talking about if if you had gotten there. I was like, okay, something big happens. Yeah, I have you gotten to the big thing? You think? I think so. Oh shit. Okay. Um. Yeah. And we will have to talk about that next episode because not this one. Yes. But you will get a lot of tear rage. I love Tia Rage. It's my favorite like, kind of rage. Like, pure... I was literally yelling in the shower last night just to, like, get it out. Were and you Robert, really? Yeah, because I was so mad. And Robert was like, who are you mad at? And I was like, my fucking book! What were you yelling? <laughs> oh. Were you just, like, in the shower screaming, fuck? No, I was, oh, okay. like, yelling as if I was talking to one of the characters. Because I was just so <laughs> frustrated that I needed to get it out of me. Are you having a one-sided... Yeah. monologue yeah at a character that what? doesn't exist i love this i did not know okay this is pure gold this happens a lot like if i'm really if i'm feeling so much uh-huh. i have to just verbally like spew it to get it out yeah or i'll just sit there and be like this is the best thing i've ever heard yeah so i'm like in the shower yelling and robert's confused and he's like who are you mad at and i was like a book character and he's like okay bye <laughs> does he know that you like you do that like that's a thing that you um, probably, because I, mm-hmm. I react very intensely to books. Like, when mm-hmm. I read the the second Crescent City book by Sarah J. Mass. You're pointing, do I have that book? Well, you have the first one. Yeah, I haven't read it, though, I guess. And I was like, I don't remember the title of any of those books, because uh, they're ridiculous. House of Earth and Blood. Yeah, the other one was House of Sky and Breath. Oh, yeah. When I finished that book, I literally threw the book. I ran to Robert and grabbed him by the shoulders and physically shook him back and forth. <laughs> Poor man. And he was like, I don't understand. <laughs> uh, I like that. But yeah, um, so we'll get into the plot and then I'll tell you all my rage because it's in here. Okay, tell us. Um, so we open these next set of pages with... Um, so remember, Ichigo had just come out and they were working on the second game... Um, so Sadie goes to Marks and Sam and she tells them she like, basically she doesn't want to make Ichigo three. Um, she's tired of it. She thinks it's kind of played itself out. Um, and she's done with Ichigo for now. And so her and Sam kind of have a talk, um, that turns into a fight. He's kind of like, well, why don't you want to do this? And she's Mm -hmm. like, I'm just tired of it. I want to do something new. And then this fucking dummy calls Dov. And she tells him that her and Sam had a fight and she kind of wants to see like, is that normal? Should she go off on her own and do her own thing? Mm-hmm. And Dov tells her like, dude, spats happen. Like when yeah. you're working with someone like creatively and collaboratively, you're going to fight. Just go and tell him you're sorry. Um, and um, so Sam comes over later to talk to Sadie and uh, her and him talk about like what kind of game they want to make next. And she tells him that she's come up with this idea um, called both sides. Oh, and by the way, Sadie doesn't apologize. She says nothing because she's stupid. Um, Apologize about, about, about what? About their like spat that they have about Ichigo. Yeah. Um, She doesn't apologize. She just is Sadie and stupid. Yes. Um, 
And so she tells Sam that she's had this idea called both sides and both sides is this kind of like dual reality world. Like one is a real world scenario and Mm -hmm. then the other is a fantasy world. Mm -hmm. Um, And you equally kind of like, it's basically like two games in one. You're playing one world that kind of sort of correlates to this next one. Um, But she hasn't really like, fleshed out the idea yeah um but sam is like all right i've got some ideas to like workshop this like okay let's go for it um we then learn um that sam's foot which remember was like broken in a car accident is basically rotting off his fucking body yeah it's been like bleeding a bunch yeah it's just like an open wound now and he has a bunch of metal in his foot basically holding it together and the metal is like popping out of his skin and he's just walking around on it um he's just like stubbornly like i don't need to deal with this yeah he's just like his whole attitude towards this foot is like just ignore it yeah um it's not a problem and this comes up a lot throughout this um set of pages is that he doesn't want to ever be viewed as disabled or right. like not able to do something. And he's just like, if I just ignore it and pretend it's not there, mm-hmm. it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very clearly not fine. Um, so he goes to the doctor and the doctor is like, you literally have to amputate this. Like there is like, we can't save it. And if you don't amputate it, something very bad is going to happen. Yeah. Um, So Sam goes to leave the doctor's office and Mark's had to take him to the doctor's office and Sam leaves and Mark's is like, oh, well, what's going on? And Sam's like, nothing, just take me home. And so Mark's goes back into the hospital and pretends to be his brother. Um, And the doctor's like, yeah, he like seriously needs to get his foot amputated. And so Mark's comes back to Sam and is like, dude, why didn't you tell me that you need to get your foot chopped off right and sam is like well i don't want to do it until i finish the game with sadie he's and like he's like i don't have time for recovery and for physical therapy and all the things that's gonna go with this like i'm gonna be so busy with this game and you're like you're gonna fucking die like yeah you, this is not good news like you're you need like gangrene yeah <laughs> he's so stubborn about it and um so he's like, and with the Massachusetts winter, he's like, that's when I'm going to have to get this done. And how am I supposed to get anywhere? I could barely get anywhere now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Marx goes home. He like drops Sam off and then he goes home to Zoe, who is his girlfriend, yeah. um, who's like nakedly playing music in their house. She's like such a, described as like very much a hippie. Yes. Like she's discovering new instruments while being naked. I don't even know. Yeah. She's like, I can feel the music better when I'm naked. <laughs> um, and Marx is always like, dope. dope. <laughs> I like it when you're naked. I love naked music. Um, and so he tells her kind of what's going on. And Apparently, him and Zoe have been kind of thinking about moving to California anyway. And so he's like, I think this is the best option for us. What do I do? And Zoe's like, oh, just tell both Sadie, like, tell Sadie it's for Sam and tell Sam it's for Sadie. Like, Sadie needs to get away from Dov Mm -hmm. and Sam needs to get his foot chopped off. So we'll just The weather's going to be better in California. He's not going to have to worry about the Massachusetts winter. Exactly. Like, play on each other because those two will literally do anything for each other. Exactly. So that's what Marx does. Um, He is like, yo, we need to go do this. And, you know, we need to get Sam for his foot. And Sadie's like, okay. And then he's for Sam. He's like, one, this makes a good business decision. And Mm -hmm. two, like Sadie needs to get 
out of here. Like, she can't be with Dove anymore. And Sam's like, yeah, you're right. I've noticed she's got, like, welts on her hands. Mm And um, she comes in looking like she's been beaten up, which is um, awful. Um, And then, so after Marks tells us to Sadie, she just, like, because she's living with Dove, and Mm -hmm. she just packs her shit. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't say anything to him. No. or And, like, to be fair, like, Dove's an asshole, so... I don't really think it warrants much of an explanation to him or she doesn't owe him anything. But Mm -hmm. he also just like shows up and he's like, what the fuck is going on? And she's like, I'm going to California. He's like, the fuck? Yeah, it was, I was like, okay, either you're just gonna like leave in the night, like Mm -hmm. pack your shit up and be gone before he gets there. Uh Or tell him. But doing this weird in between where you're still living with this person, but don't say anything. And then one day they catch you and you're like, why are you upset? Like, it's so mind-boggling to me. She seems super disassociated with reality sometimes. Yes. Or, like, how what she does affects other people, which is, like, unfair, maybe because Dov is an asshole and doesn't treat her very well, and maybe that's why she fucking disassociates, but it's still not a great way to handle a situation. Yeah, it's, like, a broad pattern for her. Like, Dov doesn't deserve any kindness, but it's also, like, weird behavior. Mm -hmm. Like, it's very disassociative. Like... Why does any of it matter? And you're like, do you want to be in a shitty situation or do you want like pick one? Don't just like do this weird middle ground and then be upset by the, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, so Dove basically like molests her. He like. Yeah. He, he, he starts like degrading her. He's like, oh, you think you're a cool bitch now because you're going to LA and you're, you think Mm -hmm. you're so good. And like, you only have all this because of me and my engine that you use for your game. Like basically like, how dare you leave me? And then he, yeah. And then he basically molests her because he like gets off on this like control and power over her. And she's like, yeah, this is why I'm trying to leave because you're crazy. Yeah. And so he like molests her and she um kind of just you know again disassociates and then he handcuffs her to the bed again again, slams the door and then goes and plays like grand theft auto yeah while like yelling in the living room yeah and then sadie just like calmly calls sam again disassociated yeah Mm -hmm. and then they just talk about the game Mm mm-hmm which I just, she's like acting like everything's normal and fine because sam even asked her like oh how how dove take the breakup and she's like yeah just about how i expected but she doesn't ever yeah. disclose any anything she's else. not like hey can you come get me like can you and marks come get me like, like this is difficult like, yeah I, like this is not right yeah but she just kind of sits there um and so we then cut to um, Sadie is arriving in. Um, oh, because she calls Sam because Sam's already in California at this yeah. point when she's packing to leave. Um, we then cut to the scene where um, Zoe and Marks pick Sadie up from the airport. And Zoe is basically like, have you ever seen how amazing Los Angeles is? It's I, incredible. And you're going to be my best friend. I do love her energy when <laughs> like. Sadie describes her, Zoe and Marks as, like, when she arrives, they already look like Californians. Like, they've got their, like, white flowy shirts. Yeah. And, like, they look like hippies. and They're a little tanner. Yeah, yeah. And Zoe's just, like, so in love with L.A. And she's like, have you ever been to, like, this spot? Or, like, where's the best place to, like, get this? Or whatever. She's just, like, so excited to be in this, like, new, sunny, beautiful area. Mm -hmm. And she's, like, she's very... Uh, assured that Sadie's about to be her best friend. She's like, we're going to be best friends. Yeah. She's like, I've already decided. You have no choice. (laughs) Yeah. You have no choice. Um, And so then 
they all kind of meet at the office that Marx has gotten them in Venice. Um, and it has this like roof where you can like bear, like see a very small strip <laughs> of the Pacific Ocean and they're all like really stoked about it. It's like when you get your first apartment that has like the tiniest patio. Yeah. And you're like, like, oh my God, I have an outdoor space. We have outside. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's kind of shitty. And you're like, I'm impressed by not a whole lot. Yeah. The early 20s, they're very <laughs> excited about it. Um, and then... It's kind of like a couple days or just the day before Sam goes into the hospital. Um, and Sadie ends up giving Sam her community service award that she got for like the 690 hours she spent with him. Mm-hmm. And they have a good laugh about it. Like he's yeah. like, oh, because he mentions he's like he brought this up to Mark's at one point, And Mark's like, dude, it's kind of silly of you to be have gotten so mad. And Sam's like, yeah, I know now. Like looking yeah. back. He, I think Mark says something like nobody does community service for that many hours if it's community service right? yeah he's like she actually was your friend mm-hmm. she didn't understand what the whole what the situation was yeah so. exactly so sam and her have a good laugh about it and then um sam is you know going into the hospital to get his foot amputated and he kind of is thinking that he hasn't really said he loves Sadie enough. Like, he's like, I haven't really expressed to her mm-hmm. how much she means to me and, like, how silly I was for being upset with her and how, like, I don't want to ever be without her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it goes to him, uh, goes to kind of like a flashback while he's, like, put under anesthesia with his foot getting amputated. Um, and he dreams about his mom. Mm-hmm. And we cut to her when she's looking for work in Los Angeles, and she's pretty much having an extremely hard time finding work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, basically, she ends up being like, I have to find literally anything that I can to make money. And so, they, she finds this... Um, game show called press that button Mm -hmm. that's looking for a like vanna white type person um and so she goes to have a audition and she's like intensely sexually harassed by the game show host yeah he's an awful man he's a horrible human being super sexist yeah and she ends up slapping him in the face because she's like you fucking asshole yeah and then leaves and then they hire her because they are like you're feisty which is gross so gross and the producer was like i knew this is he does this all the time but like you know yeah eh. yeah it's like like, oh just like don't upset him like like, avoid him right that's like literally what she tells him like just avoid him as much as possible yeah um but anna needing the money um takes the job um, and she's making really good money. She makes like $1,500 or something per episode, mm-hmm. which is weekly or multiple times a week. I don't know. But every time she does an episode, she makes really good money. She also becomes super famous in Koreatown. Like everyone mm-hmm. is super happy for her. Mm-hmm. And like she's the first like Asian American like face on TV like that that they've seen. And so she like sells like a like K-Town beer yeah. and her family is so proud of her and everyone's like so stoked for her and she ends up getting like a pretty decent like convertible car. Yeah. Um. And so her and Sam are going for a drive and she mentions that the shitty game so host mentions that LA has a bunch of these secret tunnels that all of these like execs put in to be able to drive from one place to another because mm-hmm. she had a boyfriend apparently when growing up who was the son of an executive and he was able to get to her house across town in In like like, five minutes. Yeah. And she's like, that's impossible. Yeah. And so he's like, Oh, there's secret tunnels. Um, so as she's talking with Sam, 
um, she's like, we should find these secret tunnels. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, let's do it. We'll start from here and then work our way down. And then a coyote ends up running across the road at this like windy part. And they just kind of stop. Mm-hmm. And she turns off the car because she's so like nervous about yeah. it. And then because it's a new car and she doesn't know it very well, she can't get the lights back on. Yeah. And then a car like just plows into them yep and that's where anna dies on impact and sam is like his left side especially his foot is like completely demolished um and so then we cut to sadie who is goes to her office um while sam is getting his surgery done to like organize and she notices that the dead sea video game that dove made mm-hmm. um has his like name and signature and he's like oh to my sexy student or like some mm-hmm. sort of inscription yeah. on yeah. the thing yeah love dove and she fucking loses her shit because she's like fucking um sam knew that it was Dove's, and he made me go back to Dove to mm-hmm. get that engine. And Sam didn't give a fuck about me. He just wanted the engine, and it's all about the game, and it had nothing to do with me. And I wasted all that time with Dove and she, got in trouble. She blames Sam for going back to Dove and then being in like a three year relationship with him. She's like, Sam is the reason why <sighs> this all happened and why I got in this terrible re- relationship. And she, yeah, she goes, off like because spirals bad yeah because she's like oh sam must have seen this inscription when he played the game for the first time knew that i was gonna go knew if he mentioned that we needed this engine um from this game that i was gonna go back to dove and i'd get it and then i'd be stuck with him forever yeah and that he's the reason like i got like he want he just was throwing me back to dove and this is where my pure unadulterated rage for sadie begins yep i was like are you fucking kidding me Mm -hmm. she immediately just convinces herself that sam fucked her and i was like you had the power to say no Mm -hmm. you can go get the engine Mm -hmm. you could have asked him to come with you to help get the engine from dove you could have gone and got the engine from dove and then not slept with him Mm -hmm. you made a billion choices right yes was it a little shitty of sam to have been like Oh, I know she had a bad breakup with him. But like, even then, if someone like if I had a bad breakup with someone Mm -hmm. and you knew and you were like, hey, this person has this like really kind of like quintessential podcasting equipment we can't (laughs) find anywhere else. Like, I would have agency enough to be like, right, make many different decisions instead of being like, well, it's your fault. And now I'm here and I have no other choice but to stay with this person. It seems like a great excuse for her to blame somebody else. Yeah. That she got stuck in a place that she didn't want to be. And mm-hmm. I don't think it makes things that happened in that relationship okay. Mm-mm. You know, like that's not an excuse for that, but she can't she's not taking any responsibility. Yeah, not even Oh my god, no. Yeah, this is where I was like I too was like fuck that. And yeah. then and then the entire rest of this time she treats Sam like shit because yes. because she's resentful and angry at him but she won't come out and say it so she's just kind of distant and bitchy to him. Yeah, and as yeah, as this whole next part of this book goes, she just adds more and more shit. She's the most immature, self-focused, self-centered like prick. 
ever. Like anything that happens to her is not because of her. Mm-hmm. The only thing she will take, we'll, we'll get to that part, but like the only thing she takes like ownership of is professional failure. And then she mm-hmm. extends it to the, like she's stupid and can't fucking do anything. Right. Oh my God. I was so, oh my God. So mad. I can't wait to talk about it. Oh, <laughs> so she is like, she just loses her shit at Sam. She like has no agency. Um, I have she spirals and then a quote on page 174. Um, she was like, um, if it was true, it was absolutely a betrayal. And I'm going to read this like a snotty teen because that's how <laughs> I feel about her. Um, if it was true, it was absolutely a betrayal. Sam had wanted what he wanted and he hadn't cared what it would mean for Sadie. He had wanted Ulysses in the same way he had wanted the deal with Opus, in the same way he didn't truly care if Ichigo was a boy, in the same way he let everyone in the world believe Ichigo was his game. Except for this bitch wouldn't go on the tour to promote right. the game. She right. was like, I can't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, in the same way he had renewed their friendship for the sole purpose of making a game in the first place she let her think, herself think Sam was her friend but Sam was no one's friend it wasn't as if he was dishonest about it when she told him she loved him he never once said he loved her too even though when she says it she's like I know this is very hard for you to mm-hmm. say and now she's like well he didn't say it back <laughs> um she had made excuses for him, his absentee father, the death of his mother, his injury, his poverty, and the obnox- and the obvious insecurities these things had caused. But what if her mistake had been imbuing Sam with emotions and sentiments that he was incapable of feeling? What a fucking low blow, too, to be like, <sighs> absentee father and mom who died. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's just super tunnel vision on how she, like, cannot see anything beyond how Sam quote-unquote, fucked up her life. Yeah, her was, privilege is showing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Bad. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, well, I got, I was giving him a break because, like, and you're like, how about if you were truly giving him a break, you would actually, like, talk to him and be like, yo, this is a lot of stuff for one person to have in their life. Like, do mm-hmm. you need a little bit more? And she's just like, no. Because at least no part in this book has she ever tried to talk to him about fucking anything besides games. Yep. Now, granted, Sam does the same thing. Right. But at least when you get a glimpse into Sam's head, he's like, it's because of blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. these certain reasons that I, like, I know it's wrong. I'm trying, but I can't. Yeah. Sadie's just like, mm. Yeah. She, like, and even <laughs> at a certain point, Sam, I think this is like, after his surgery, he's renting a little bungalow like near his grandparents so he can get their help and be close to the hospital mm-hmm. that he had his surgery at. And Sadie's like, well, I just don't understand why he would want to live like an hour away from the office. Like, who wants to do that commute? And she's like, he's lazy. He doesn't come in. He doesn't work very hard. You know, uh, this must just, you know, she just assumes the worst of him. And she doesn't even ask. She doesn't ask why he decided yeah. to live over there. And it's like, if you would have asked, he would have told you, I need support and help from my family and I need to be close to my doctors. Instead, she's just like, well, he's just lazy. Yeah. And she's like, um, when she develops the new engine for the game, both sides. Oneric. Oneric. Is that how you say it? Oneric. I don't know. Oneric. One Iric. One Iric. That's what I want to call it. I know that's wrong, but I want one Iric. So she makes one Iric. One eyed Rick. One eyed Rick. And so she like, 
she like sews it. She like shows it to Sam and like all this stuff. And he's like kind of, she's like, he's so fucking distant and like not even saying anything. The man just had his like gangrenous rotting foot (laughs) removed and you can't take a minute to go. He's probably living on the east side because he needs some help and his doctors are there. Mm -hmm. He probably doesn't like there's a million different things. And she's just like, he's doing it because he hates me. And he doesn't appreciate my hard, hard work. And he was like, oh, my God, I could not roll my eyes further into the back of my head. I was just like, shut up, shut up. And she doesn't take a minute to be like, hey, it seems like you're kind of checked out. Mm -hmm. Is everything okay? Like, are you not really into this game? And then Sam would have been like, no, I am into this game. Things are just hard right now. Mm-hmm. Like, he does admit to things. And he, like, was supposed to come back in, like, the spring, but doesn't until, like, later on because of his, you know, his foot stuff. And then he works, like, long hours. Like, it, like in the book, it says he worked from 7 to 4, which is, like, you know, like, that's a typical, like, kind of nine to five. Yeah. You know, it's a long day. And Sadie, Sadie's like, I worked from 9am till 1am the next day. And then she's resentful that Sam isn't. And it's like, he's working a full ass schedule. You are choosing to work overtime. You cannot blame him because you want to work overtime. And my dude is recovering from major surgery. Like, are you kidding me? He just had a limb removed. Yeah. But so when, when Sadie develops one eyed Rick, (laughs) uh, she, she, this bitch goes off on Sam for making her go back to Dove. Who does this? Who does she call when she develops this? Oh yeah, she calls Dove. She calls Dove. Yeah, to get his approval on it. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, kind of like, like what? Like did Sam say?" And she's like, eh, "Fucking tell him." Eh. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my!" And it's gross because Dove is even like, "So are you like dating anybody?" <sighs> And she's like, I am. And uh, this is the only reason she does not go back to Dove is because she's currently in a relationship with someone. Yeah. And it happens again later. And the the, like physical distance between them. It's like. Yeah. Because he's like, well, I'm thinking of like coming out and I could see you. And she's like, well, I'm dating someone. And he's like. (laughs) Oh, my God. But so Sadie kind of just ends up moving forward with her side of both sides, which is called Mirror Landing. Yeah, so she takes Mirror Landing, which is supposed to be like the fantasy, like, mm-hmm. quote unquote, the more difficult side to program, you know, to make look good. And then she lets Sam take, uh, what is it, Mapletown? Yeah. Yeah, Mapleton, Mapletown, because she's like, that's the easier, like, he's not working very hard. Like, yeah. let him have the, like, easier part of the game. Exactly. Go and ahead. so... Yeah, so she thinks he's doing the easy work. And then we cut to Sam. And Sam is putting in, like, all of his soul into Mapletown. Mm -hmm. It is, he names the main character Alice off of Sadie's older sister. He gives the girl cancer because he's like, this is much more powerful than, like, her being bullied. Like, Mm -hmm. cancer provides, like, a, a different kind of, like, time frame and weight to the character's decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, he puts all of his experience with pain and existing with chronic pain and living in hospitals and his struggles in into that game. And he goes all in on it. And all mm-hmm. she can sit there and go is he's not working hard. Yeah. And so um, it then is Sam's birthday and Sadie and Mark's have kind of like a whole plant party planned yeah. for him and sam doesn't show up because he has a, such severe pain phantom pain in his um amputated foot and a panic attack 
while he's trying to get there that he basically just crumples on the floor mm-hmm. of his apartment. Like he has such bad pain that he is like vomiting. And this mm-hmm. and we we learn that this has been happening and is partially why he, you know, in Sadie's eyes hasn't been working very hard because mm-hmm. he's been in such bad pain and he's trying to live with this phantom limb pain syndrome or whatever it's called and he doesn't really have control of what triggers it and mm-hmm. and it, he there's no way he can make it go away yeah but he just suffers in his pain yeah he just sits there and just lets it hurt mm-hmm. um and um i always, i keep like we haven't figured this out yet but i i really want to figure out why does he uh, like make allow himself to be in so much physical pain constantly cuz he says he's like he has a herculean ability to just ignore his own pain even though he's on like 9 to 10 level scales of pain like mm-hmm. he shouldn't be functioning mm-hmm. with the level of pain he's in and i'm not quite sure like what like if we're going to get told what the mental part of it is that right. it's like why he can't share it or why he doesn't want to like because he doesn't it, tell anyone yeah it it kind of feels like when he had fallen on his foot right he went to the hospital and he like didn't call marks or sadie for mm-hmm. a few days and he was like i was ashamed right like he didn't want to have to like tell people that he was hurt again and like, i think he just struggles with his disability and not wanting to be seen as someone who has a disability. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. No, that's a good so point. So he just kind of like struggles by himself instead of letting people help him. Yeah. And I guess like he spent his whole childhood with only everybody caring about the pain, like the physical mm-hmm. and not actually about him. So he's like, you know, cause he's in a hospital, so that's their job. But yeah. as a kid, you don't quite process that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Chandler was saying that um, he's he can't figure out how to make it go away. He's like been to therapists and tried all this kind of stuff. And um, they're like, oh, well, it's in your head. And he's like, but I'm in my head. Like, <laughs> yeah. So what do I do? Like, like what's there? That's not helping me. Yeah. Like you telling me my brain is making it up doesn't mean anything because like, my brain is making up all things. And they're just like, well, look at your non-existent foot and eventually your brain will put together that you no longer have a foot so your thing shouldn't hurt and he's like that isn't working yeah he's like well my whole life has been to ignore the foot yeah and now i'm Mm. supposed to pay attention to the foot Mm -hmm. so he's he's deeply struggling um and we kind of see during this time that marks and sadie are becoming closer as she's putting more and more space um in between her and sam Mm -hmm. um and Sam has this like weird relationship with this weird girl he dated. Lola. Yeah, Lola. <laughs> Lola. <laughs> have you seen, watched the um, that Netflix show, um, Big Mouth? No. Oh well, there's a character in there voiced by Nick Kroll called Lola, and she uh-huh. goes, "My," she talks like Lola. <laughs> <laughs> that so every time i just see that character when i read it um but yeah lola who's this girl he dated in high school and she's pretty weird in my opinion it's you know what she gives me like i want you to pay attention to me because you're a little bit famous kind of vibe Mm -hmm. she's like so you made a game 
how's that going? Okay, yeah. like, do you want to sleep with me? Also, Sadie's dumb. Yeah. Like, she, like, <laughs> she, like, hates, she's, like, Sadie was weird in high school, because they, they all went to high school together. Yeah. She's, like, Sadie was a weird bitch in high school, but I love you. Yeah, and you're then, so hot. Yeah. And she, like, kind of gropes him. And he's, like, whoa. And he's, like, um, I'm in so much physical pain my yeah. entire life that I cannot have physical intimacy with anyone because mm-hmm. how am I supposed to focus on that feeling when yeah. the only thing I can feel is pain? And she's like, well, do you want to show me your foot? <laughs> Which is the fucking weird. She was like, yeah. She's like, show me that stump, boy. And yeah. then he shows her his foot stump and then she kisses it, which is nice. Like a nice thing to do. But it's if it also was- really like, it's, Okay, this is one of those things that when you read, you're like, oh, like, that's, like, a, a sweet sentiment. Yeah. But, like, if you saw that in person, like, I would oh. just be like, oh. Yeah, the, the, and also the fact that, like, he basically, like, just started seeing her again. So, like, they've maybe only hung out, like, once or twice. Yeah. Since seeing each other again. Uh-huh. That's weird. Like, if she, I had yeah. my foot amputated and then Robert kissed my foot stump. <laughs> weird mental image to see but would be sweet because you're like oh but after two days if i went on a date with someone and they kissed my stump i'd be like like, get the fuck out of here yeah like that is red flag city don't be kissing my stump me stump um me stump (laughs) um but she does give him a joint and he does find that that helps a bit with the pain right um so he kind of starts he starts smoking a bit more and more publicly Mm -hmm. um so, um, I have that basically after that, both sides, the, the game, both sides is completed and yeah, okay. they, they throw a big party. Yes. Okay. For this. <laughs> and some of them take ecstasy. Yeah. And then there's this very strange scene where <laughs> Zoe is like, I'm going to kiss you, Sadie. And then is like, Sadie's like. Marks, is that like cool that your girlfriend's gonna kiss me? And, sh- and he's like, Meh, whatever. We're not possessive. <laughs> oh yeah, they're like, we don't believe in controlling other people. Whatever she says. And so Zoe then kisses Sadie, and then she's like, wait, I want to see you two kiss. <laughs> and so she <laughs> like two Barbie dolls goes make you kiss. Yeah, she's like, now kiss. And she makes Marks and Sadie kiss, and I'm just like, what? And then they're, they're on ecstasy, so I, I'm imagining that they're just like, I love, like, they're just whatever. I don't know. I've never yeah. done ecstasy, so like, like. It feels amazing. Yeah, they're like, this is the best. And I'm just like, this is so, what a fucking acid trip. Like, I don't even know what's happening. This feels so weird to me. You're all, like, trying to hook up with each other in some weird love triangle. I, yeah, that has always confused me. I like, just kind of, like, ignored that part. Yeah, I was like, eh. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, but, I, but, like I mean, it. like, to each but their own, but it was just kind of like, it felt like a weird way for the author to be like, let's well, introduce this idea. Like Sadie and Marks. Do we like Sadie and Marks? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do we, do we like, do we like, um, so after, um, and so I predicted, I was like, Oh, Matt Marks and Sadie are going oh, to get yeah. to hell. Oh together. yeah. Yeah. Um, but so since Sam is so like hurt, he can't go promote both sides. And so Sadie is the one to go promote um, both sides. So she's the one who's going to have to go out and do all the events and stuff. Um, and she's like, but he's not going because he doesn't believe in our game. Even though she had wanted nothing to do with promoting Ichigo and she made him do it. And then she was like, it's not it's, work. It's not work when he does it because like he's just so naturally good at it. But it yeah, was he enjoys it. So mm-hmm. it's not work. And it was so hard for me to promote both sides. Like it was just so much work. Yeah. Fuck it, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then just the victory of all victories. 
both sides fucking bombs tanks it does it is just like torn to shreds by critics and fans alike and the only part of that game that people like is mapletown which is what sam built which is exactly Mm -hmm. um and so sadie just kind of becomes in general just in an insufferable ass and Mm -hmm. everything that happens is blamed on sam um, I have a quote on page 205, which is where, um, nope, that's 206. Um, so she's like all bitching about how her failure, she's covered in it. It's just like in her lungs and it's in her being. Um, and then she fucking like yells at Sam and she's like, cause he comes to see her. Cause he's like, what's going on with you? And she's like, and maybe you thought both sides was going to flop. Like that reviewer wrote, you let me go out and promote it. If you thought it wasn't any good, you would have been front and center. Wouldn't you? And Sam's like, wait, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like what's going on? And then she decides to like, um, like fucking yell at him about the whole um, Dead Sea thing. And he's like, I didn't make you go do that. I didn't make you go back to Dov. And he also says, like, am I, he's like, um, but do I regret that I wanted you to get Ulysses? Do I regret that we got rich when you basically get to make whatever you want now, even ill-conceived, pretentious art games like both sides? And he's like, no, if Ulysses led to that, I would tell you to go to Dov and get Ulysses every time. But he doesn't actually admit, like, I knew everything was wrong. Mm -hmm. He's like, yes, I asked you to go to Dov to get his engine. That's it. I didn't have ulterior motives. Yeah, he's like, it's not my fault that what happened after that. Yeah, he's like, we needed it to make the game we both wanted to make. Mm -hmm. And then she goes on this like, and then she's like, oh, all of these game ideas are my ideas, even though the actual like fleshing out of the game is more Sam than her. Mm -hmm. She has these like initial ideas and then she also goes um you always think that ichigo is about ichigo but it's about a mom who lost their child and i was like the mom is mentioned like fucking once yeah in the game and she's like it's because i had to have an abortion and this is my way of dealing with my abortion and i get that having an abortion is a lot and it can be very emotionally, you know, taxing mm-hmm. for people. I understand that. But the fact that this game had nothing to do with the mother at all, yeah. except for the last, like, ten minutes of the game. Yeah. And she's like, it's about a mom. <laughs> and it's thusly about me. And you don't realize that? Yeah. Like, and she's, like, light me so on upset about, I mean, she had this abortion, which I think was really traumatic for her mm-hmm. but she didn't tell any which was the whole reason why she was depressed in the beginning yes. of the book mm-hmm. she like told everyone it was because she broke up with dov and that's when like sam was like i'm gonna like pull you out of this depression it was actually because of this abortion that she had that mm-hmm. nobody knew about um and she just makes everybody feel bad for not knowing about this thing that she never said and it's like i know that you were in a bad place when you were going through that but you can't use that as leverage for like your anger. Yeah, exactly. Like you could, you know, we can acknowledge that you were going through something really shitty and mm-hmm. that at the time you weren't ready to share that or whatever, but you can't use that as leverage over Sam. Like you're such a shitty person because you weren't there for me when I had this. And Ichigo is about me and, and the thing that I had to get through by myself. And it's not about 
the kid Ichigo. It's about the mom. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was, yeah, it was very strange. It just was like everything about her is just unhinged. Yeah. She's like, just everything is Sam's fault. Like you did this. You made me do this. You weren't there for me. All this sort of bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then, um, it's just, it's just insane. Um, and so they have this like massive fight and they're continuing to just pretty much get worse and worse and worse. Um, and then we kind of switch to, they have um, some new hires at Unfair Games who are this um, gay couple, Simon and Ant, mm-hmm. who want to make this gay called like love doppelgangers or whatever. They have like this whole montage <laughs> of how bad the name is and how no one can agree on the right name. And so they make this list of like 48 names and they like, <laughs> and then like, I think it's Marx has like an epiphany, like while he's having sex with Zoe being like, I have the perfect name for this. Yeah. And he's like, it's counterpart high. Yeah. Um, Which I didn't even like look that hard into like what the game was even about, but yeah. Um, and so basically the way that Simon and Ant work together to create counterpart high, which I like Chandler said, I don't even really remember what the game is supposed to be about, but really it's care. got stuff. Um, <laughs> it, it does use Sadie's engine though. Yes. And she is fairly, she is decently generous about it. That yes. She's like, I'm happy that they're doing well. I'm happy that this game, like that I have a company that can support these people. So she is pretty generous about it. And it eventually outsells Ichigo. Yes. So this Very game successful. does, yeah, it does so good. Um, and so she ends up, what, who does she call again? Da, 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 Dov. Dov. And she's like, this is doing so great. And he's like, oh my God, you're doing so great. And she's like, I don't know why I'm still talking to you, but apparently yeah, I'm she's like, to. She's like, you were a bad boyfriend. And he's like, yeah, I was. And she's like, but you were a great teacher. And I was like, ew, no, he wasn't. In no way was no, he a good teacher. No, he was an ass. And then he slept with his students. Yes. Like, no, not, not a good, not good at all. Yeah. She's and, so delusional. Yeah. And so, so there's a reason like why she's calling him is she's like, so how do you get over a failure, like a public failure? Mm-hmm. And he basically tells her to take advantage of the downtime that she's going to have because no one's going to be t- paying attention to her because they're going to be like, that game sucks. So use your downtime to create like the next best game. Yeah. Which is kind of what we get from that. And I do think that that, I did like that part. I thought that was excellent advice. That, the like, one thing from Dove that we can agree with. We can take is yeah. like professional failure is going to happen. You're going to fall on your face. Take that time to learn and grow even better from that failure. And Mm -hmm. I I liked that. Um, And then Sadie ends up, we have this like cut scene where Sadie ends up seeing her sister, Alice, and Alice tells her, I loved your game. Mm -hmm. I loved the both sides game. And Sadie's like, oh my gosh, you played our game. And Alice is like, of course I fucking did. You're my sister. Yeah. And she's like, I loved the Maple Town section. I can't believe you named the character after me. Mm-hmm. And Sadie's like, oh, well, I didn't do the Maple Town. I did Mere Landing. And Sam actually named the character Alice. And she's like, oh, well, I saw that on the tombstone you wrote, she died of dysentery. That's our joke. And she's like, oh, I actually didn't do that. It was Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of co-opted it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all this shows is, Sadie, you don't pay attention to anyone besides yourself. Yeah. You don't care about anyone unless it's a pretentious fucking art boy. Yeah. Like, that's all you care about. Yeah. 
that every part of this that your sister loved was everything you've shared with Sam. Mm -hmm. And he's taken everything about you and this relationship that brought you two together and your sister and the struggle that your sister went through. And Mm -hmm. he made it into a game. Which was the only part that anybody liked about the game anyways. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, It's just that part was, I was like, Sadie, how are you not able to fucking see this? But whatever. She's up her own ass. Yeah. She and this is something that gets highlighted by Sam repeatedly. And this is something I was writing down is Sadie's problem is that she doesn't want to be a a gamer. She wants to be a digital artist. She wants to be a pretentious, like do that pretentious moody, like early twenties art shit, which we all go through where we all want to be moody and stuff. But (laughs) Sam is a gamer. Like Sam's whole existence is playing games. So he knows what a gamer wants And like, I was like, Sadie girl, you don't want to make, like, that's not what you want to do. And then you get pissed when people are like, your game isn't fun. Mm -hmm. Your game is weird and really intellectual and not actually a good time. She's, she's continuing to try to impress Dov because Dov was that like pretentious, like, I only like this kind of game. It has Mm -hmm. to be like edgy and push boundaries and whatever. And so she wants to continue, continue to create that kind of game and not like a fun playable yeah regular game i guess exactly um and so then weirdly and i don't understand the whole part of this but like marks and sadie end up going to to japan together so marks was supposed to go with zoe to japan and then zoe gets an offer for a fellowship to Mm -hmm. study opera in italy and she breaks up with marks because she's i think she sees that as her way out of the relationship and she's also like marks i need someone to love me as much as i love them Mm -hmm. and you don't love me enough. Yeah. Um, but why was he going to Japan in the first place? I imagine they were taking some vacation. Well, so he's got family there. Oh, like okay. his dad lives his, both of his parents. I think maybe it's at least his mom lives. Somebody, some family lives there. Okay. And so I was imagining that it was to visit family and probably like, you know, kind of vacation too. Oh, okay. Cause I, I felt trip. very yeah. like, it was, why are we going to Japan? It just, it was kind of just thrown out there, but I think it's mostly cause he's got family there and then Zoe couldn't go. So we asked Sam and Sam was like, I can't go. And so he asked Sadie. Yeah. And then what happens in Tokyo? Yeah. Basically the whole point of this is that her and Sadie and Marks get together and they're like, we now sleep together. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, they, while they're sleeping together, they come up with the idea of making Maple town an online role-playing game, kind of like Sims. Mm -hmm. It's like a mix between like Sims and animal crossing. They're going to take the best part of both sides, which is Sam's part, Maple town, and then make it like an online playable, whatever game yeah yeah um and so um side note they mentioned a game in here called everquest mm-hmm. which is an online role-playing game mm-hmm. my dad was obsessed with that game. really oh my god that man played everquest all the fucking time was and it, i have not heard that in like decades was it like another sims type game or it's like world of warcraft oh. i think it might have come out before world of warcraft okay and my dad was like obsessed with it and then my dad did play world of warcraft and i what? remember growing up he was a part so there's like different guilds or something okay. that you join in world of warcraft and then you like go fight monsters together <laughs> but since it's like actual time you have to like meet up at like seven o'clock p.m with uh-huh. all your guild members uh-huh. to go kill the dragon wow. and i remember my mom getting fucking pissed at him oh yeah she was like if you schedule one more fucking monster death while i'm making dinner i swear to 
god and my dad's like i can't let the team down <laughs> i fucking love that and my dad actually met like a decent amount of his friends like Whoa. who i remember like adults growing up with like mm-hmm. who knew me since a child from these games that's amazing it was so cool i feel like that's gonna be a lot more normal for like our generation forward totally. we have such a big generation of gamers oh yeah and people who like meet online and become friends online and all that stuff that's really cool yeah at the time it was crazy like if you mm-hmm. ever said like oh i'm gonna meet someone from online people mm-hmm. were like the fuck yeah yep. but yeah my dad made tons of friends but i remember it was a big fight between him and my mom where he's like i gotta kill the dragon well, and she's it- like stop scheduling it at dinner <laughs> that does make that that makes a lot i i would be upset if i were your mom too <laughs> We, but I loved it because I couldn't. I was like, I have not heard EverQuest in decades. That's so cool. What a throwback, <laughs> right? <laughs> um. Uh. So, uh, Marks and Sadie get together. They want to make Maple Town. Um. Then while they're making, so they end up making Maple Town, and they're going to like right on the day they're going to like turn on the servers for yeah. Maple Town to go. Sam catches. Um, Marks and Sadie being like cutesy, cutesy and lovey together. Mm-hmm. And he is devastated mostly because he's like, I could never express to her how mm-hmm. much I loved her. And if yeah. I could have like, maybe we would, maybe we would have been together. Yeah. So he gets real sad boy energy. Oh, big sad boy energy. And then he just leaves the party that they're having. Cause they like turn on the <laughs> server and they're going to like celebrate, you know, turning Maple town online and he's, and he sees it and he's like, I'm going to go home. He's like, <laughs> so he leaves. And then we get this like weird <laughs> intermission of like how Sam found his like coyote dog. Yeah. He's like got found this like feral dog that like everyone thinks is a coyote. He like brings it to the vet and the vet's like, that's not a coyote. His elbows are too low or something dumb like that. And he's <laughs> like, Tim's like, elbows. of course, right? Elbows. Um, <laughs> and, and so he, yeah. And then we just he tells stories about his coyote dog and how everybody thinks it's a coyote. And he's like, it's not. And I don't know where, I don't know if that even matters later in the book, but the only thing I could think of was, I was like, Oh, it's really funny how he almost like this dog, like kind of runs into the road, like how it runs into the road with his mom. Yeah. But other than that, I was like, Oh dog. Yeah. So So he has his dog Tuesday and I, that's right. Tuesday. It's a really cute name. I now want a shirt that just has dog legs and it goes, (laughs) no, the elbows are too too low. And on the back, it just says Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a coyote. The elbows, are too low and just dog arms <laughs> like I, I, if you make this shirt i'll wear it <laughs> but yeah there's a weird interlude about um tuesday the dog yeah and then sam is real sad with his dog tuesday and he's holding his dog tuesday and he tells his grandpa i i love sadie and she is with marks and his grandpa's like yeah that happens his grandpa's really sweet about it he's he, so sweet he's he, well, because Sam is saying, you know, Sadie is the only one who knows me. And his grandpa goes, well, maybe you need to let more people know you. Mm-hmm. Which I think is Sam's fucking big ass problem is that he's yes. just like, I'm going to keep things to myself and not tell people that I'm in pain. And like, we can only talk about surface level game stuff. And I'm not going to express my emotions because I have really bad trauma. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. And his grandpa's like, yeah, you should let people know you. And he's like, you'll find many people to love you. And if you never find a love like Sadie again, it doesn't diminish the other kinds of love you're going to have in your life. Mm-hmm. And he's like, also, she's an incredible friend to you. And that's something special to hold on to. Like, you don't need to be romantically with her right. to still feel that love. And I, yeah, his grandpa's super sweet and kind of wonderful. Yeah. Um, and then Maple Town does like super fucking well. Yeah, it Like does. it does like bonkers good. Um, 
And then we cut to fucking Dov is getting married to a s- another student so, he was fucking who is multiple years younger than Sadie. So she's this bitch is like, what, 21? Right. And so he he calls Sadie and he goes, oh, I'm getting a divorce fi- fucking finally. And I'm also getting married. Yeah. Like, again, to to a, stu- a previous student who is younger than Sadie. And I want you to come. Yeah. He's like, I'm invi- inviting the three of you. What? And, the they, fuck? and, and they, Sadie goes, okay. And they all go. This is so, I can't believe not even Mark's just like, maybe this is not a good idea. Yeah, maybe we don't go to this like fucking rapist's like fucking yeah. wedding. Oh, just fucking gross. And they're all like, no, let's go. And so um, Sam is like, yo, um, he kind of like calls them out because they. it's been a year of Mark's and Sadie dating and they haven't fucking told Sam. To be fair, Sadie has had conversations with Mark's being like, we should tell Sam. Like we should, you know. This is very true. Sam, the one thing that Sadie is doing correctly. Yeah, she's like, we need to tell Sam. And Mark's is being suspiciously like, no, we don't. We don't need to do that. Which is, and, and she even says that's out of character for him. So I'm wondering what the fuck is going on with that. I know. And I just, I still, I'm like, what? why why is he doing it yeah um but sam basically now granted sam becomes a little moody bitch oh he is so petty because super so he confronts them are you guys you guys are like a thing right you're dating and they're like yep yeah we 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 are and Mm -hmm. they like own up to it and then he becomes so petty and like distant and a jerk and sadie's like i'm gonna talk to you and he's like she's talking to him and then sam just like kind of says shitty things about marks like he's so boring like uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. And, like his favorite part of hamlet is like the, the horse tamer people so boring and and sadie's like why are you being such a jerk about marks like that man loves you so much mm-hmm. like stop being an ass and he just he's super jealous he's super jealous yeah and so he's just like i'm just gonna say mean things because i don't know how else to deal with this and the fact that like i love you and someone else has you yeah yeah so sam's a little petty bitch Mm -hmm. and he is he is truly pretty mean um to both sadie and mark so he definitely deserves to be like mad at like people deserve to be mad at him and call him a dick yeah um, and then it gets real hot in the hotel and he shaves all his hair off. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Or that's what he's saying. He's yeah. like, I took, shaved all my hair off because it's hot. Um, Which is just like, isn't that like the quintessential, like, when you go through something. You need to cut your hair. Like people, people <laughs> which is like a trope, but also very true. Oh my God. Every time I've ever had like an emotional crisis in my life, I need to you like. You do something do with your something hair. Something you like dye it. You cut it. Something. Ha- so Sam does that. He does uh-huh. the quintessential. <laughs> I need, I need a haircut. Like I need it out. <laughs> um, new year, new Sam. And then Sam, after Mapletown does really well, Sadie is like, I want to make another game called the revelers or something. Master of, of the revels. Master of the revels. And it's another pretentious fucking art game. It's like, a, a murder mystery in like um old timey town yeah it's a whatever. shakespeare mystery about yeah, exactly. christopher marlowe who yeah. nobody fucking knows anything about it's like elizabethan times yeah. and she's like i want to do this and sam is like dude no like what the fuck are you doing like you just had this issue with Mere Landing and mm-hmm. Mapletown, what are you going on about? And she's like, you wouldn't like it anyway. And he's like, no, I'm just trying to tell you that this is a terrible book I- or a terrible idea. Um, and he's like, nobody even knows anything about this. This is stupid. I mm-hmm. thought I had a quote, but it's stupid and dumb. <laughs> um, but 
the argument between them gets ugly. Like yeah. it is awful. And then yeah. Sam is like, well, I'm going to go to Mark's because we like two out of the three of us have to agree. Right. Or Sadie's like, I'm going to go to Mark's. And Sam's like, that's not fucking fair. He's like, you're sleeping together. He's yeah. of course going to say side that with he you. side with you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, he might not. And then he goes <laughs> and Mark's is like, oh yeah, I'm going to side with Sadie, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, so I'm going to fucking make it without you. And, there's a, a quote. I do think this one is a good one this time. Unlike the other one. While you're looking like, for what? that, Sadie's also desperate for a game that like she can call her own and have ownership mm-hmm. of because she's like, everyone thinks Ichigo is your game and it was so successful. And like my game was both sides. Like everyone sees as my game is a flop. Like I need to be, uh-huh. I need to do my own game and make it really good. And so she, like, I definitely understand that, like wanting to make your own game, mm-hmm. but like Sam has a really good point. And, um, so, um, he's, you know, Sam is like, this is like solution and Emily blaster. Like this is shit that people aren't going to like. And Marx is like, well, I liked it. And he goes, no, we were college kids who liked it on like a college kid level. Mm. And he's like, people aren't going to like this. And he says, um, Sadie wants to make something dark and intellectual so that people will take her seriously. She's trying to impress people like Dov. She's trying to win back the people that wrote bad reviews of both sides. The best colors of Sadie are not her darkness. Because Marx is mentioning like, well, she was so happy when she was telling me. And Sam's like, yeah, I know. I know that about her. I know how excited she is. She wants to go into these dark intellectual tracks. And that's not when Sadie shines. Mm. Sadie shines when she is like more of her bright, like light self, the excitement, the excitement that you see is what's amazing. Not this like dark intellectual crap that she's trying to pander in front of Dov. And I loved it. And I was like, exactly. This is why Sam and her need to be friends, but never date Mm -hmm. because Marx is the one who's going to be like, yes, of course, like go for it. Like you need a partner who can both like keep you realistic, but support you in your way. And Sam can't be that. But I was like, but that's why he's such a good friend Mm -hmm. is because you don't necessarily need that out of a romantic part. Or at least I was like, this is why she needs him as a balance. Totally. I don't know. It just was like, Sam has the right of it. And Sadie's trying to keep falling in her same mistakes over and over and over again. Um, And then um, Mark's Sadie is like, Marx is like, okay, what has happened between you two? And Sadie like lists off the reasons, but then she tells him about the disc of Dead Sea. And Marx is like, um, I don't think Sam would have seen that because he couldn't get up at the time. And I was the one who went and grabbed all your games and put that one in the thing that we played. So, and I didn't even see the inscription because I just popped it in the thing. And she's yeah. like, Marx, you're wrong. I know yeah. that I'm right. Yeah. And Sam would have seen it. It's his fault. You're like, good try, Marx. Yeah. She's like doubling down. Yeah. She's like, that's okay. You're you're just wrong. Sam definitely knew that like Dove and I had a thing or Dove and I had a thing and that he knew that we were going to get back together. Like she can't see past that. Yeah. Super toxic. And then um, her and Mark spy house. Yep. That's where we end. The she end. <laughs> they buy the little hippie house in California. And she's like, oh, I love Mark's. Yeah. He's eating a fruit. He's really oh cute. yeah, it's like, what is it? A- not apricots, a persimmon. I think you a persimmon. Yes, she's like, look at him eating cute fruit. And she's like, maybe I like persimmons too. Yes, ah! that's fucking disgusting. It's like it's persimmon my favorite fruit now. Okay, and I and I I just like I know that Marx is the least bad of all the characters, yeah. but he annoys me so much because he's just 
I said this last episode, just a fucking puppy dog. Like, yay, he do it. I got you. And then he, <laughs> and then like Zoe breaks up with him mm-hmm. and there is no time in between when yeah. Zoe breaks up with him and he starts sleeping with Sadie, which is like, that's fine. But like Marx is known for, for basically being, um, what do you call that kind of person who's like always in a monogamous a serial like, monogamous yeah, yeah yeah like a serial monogamous just like goes from relationship to relationship to relationship yeah and just i don't know that for whatever reason i'm not sure why like it just bothers me mm-hmm. and it feels like not dishonest but just like does marx even have a fucking personality beyond that like beyond like i like women and i'm just gonna like do whatever the girl I'm with wants to do in that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, like totally. it just fucking annoys me. It's like have a goddamn personality. Yeah. I think there's a lot in this section that like Sam is right. Like Marx doesn't appear to have much of a personality at <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, He's yeah. just kind of like, I'm a happy dude. Yeah. And Sam's like, fucking have anything else about you. Like, why do you like the horse tamer dude? Marx is like, cause he's nice and he tames the horses. And Sam's like, that's fucking dumb. And Marx like, is like, why is that dumb? Like Marx is a, like a wonderful, nice, He's very sweet and he takes care of people but it's like he is bored like what marks like what like (laughs) what do you even do on the weekends like what is like i don't understand like he just seems like such a basic side character that he makes me so mad and i think i think it's obvious why sadie makes uh, like it's very obvious why Mm -hmm. sadie is freaking awful and it's also obvious why like sam is annoying with his own shit but it's like marx is also annoying and like all three Mm. of them are just i cannot with the like sniveling of everybody and i'm just i hate all of them i love mark like he is kind of like boring i Mm. love marx because i'm like he's like a palate cleanser person i'm like he's so Mm. sweet and nice he's got like almost no problems and he's just like he's fine and normal and kind and like thinks about other people and then we cut to sadie who can't think about anyone but herself and then we cut to sam who's so emotionally traumatized he can't say anything and he's just like i'm in pain and i can't (laughs) say anything and you're like oh (laughs) to me it's just like going from like like sadie and sam like, like if you were to eat something that like tastes like really shitty or like uh-huh. really sour or something like really yeah. spicy or something, and then Mark is just like this overly sweet cupcake that like doesn't <laughs> help. You know what I mean? Like it's like, like I that's under- why I like him. <laughs> he's because like, he's full of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's a nice enough dude, but I'm just like he doesn't like. I don't know. There's not a good enough middle ground for me. There's not yeah, enough of a like yeah. relatable, likable character. Like we have two kind of like awfulish characters, and mm-hmm. one like way too sweet. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I just, anyways, I got that's, you. that's my, that was my long rant about why I don't like the characters in this book. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. My whole thing is just, um, I want, Sa- like, all of my thoughts are I want Sadie to get severe comeuppance. I, like, uh, want her and Marks to get married, and then uh-huh. he divorces her because he's like, you're a bitch. And then I was oh. like, I want her stupid Shakespeare to game to flop. I want it to bomb. Yeah. And I was just, like, just went off on her. I was like, I want you to get your comeuppance. That would be rad. You know, this next or this part that we're currently in is called marriage. Yeah, marriage. So, yeah, so maybe we'll see. But, I, yeah. I, this is going to be, I am going to be a hundred percent wrong with this prediction. Uh-huh. Like uh, it's going to happen, but I'm going to say it anyways. Um, I'm going to say that Sam dies. That's what I wrote down. No way. I literally, I was like, Sam is going to die in bad circumstances. Yeah. Cause they keep, or at the beginning of the book, they were like alluding to how like Sadie and Sam are no longer talking. And I'm like, 
are they not talking because they're on bad terms or is Sam just fucking dead? Oh, because I thought that there was a period of time in which they don't talk, but then I'm like, oh, Sam dies like after that. Yeah. And Sadie's like, no. She like never had her what? chance to, yeah. <laughs> to like make up with him or something. Yeah, there's something to that effect. I'm just getting like Sam dead vibes. Yes. That's, mm. I literally, I wrote the same damn thing. Okay. And then, then, and I, then I wrote all his games will succeed. <laughs> Ooh. I feel way less bad about this prediction that I thought was going to be. Oh, yeah. Watch both of us be completely. Oh, I think we're both going to be horribly. Yeah. Wrong. Sam is like, I'm living and now I have a prosthetic foot. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah do you have any other thoughts or feelings or predictions or um not a whole lot i did like this section like much 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 better than the first section and i yeah i and like by the way that my coworker slash friend was like talking about it there's something juicy coming up that i'm mm-hmm. excited to find out so i think it's getting progressively better for me nice. i still don't know how i'm gonna feel by the end of it <laughs> Um, but I'm just being pretentious about the characters that I don't like, so. No, I, it's, they're pretty shitty. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? What are thoughts, predictions? Um, mostly I just want Sadie to get her comeuppance. Um, and yeah, those are my, I, I wrote her stupid Shakespeare game bombs. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want. But yeah, that's about it. Sweet. Do you want to do fuck yes and fuck yous? Let's do it. What's your fuck you? Um, my fuck you is that I don't have any fucks to give about my work right now. Like uh, I just like, I just mm-hmm. could care less or no, couldn't care less. Right. Is yeah. It, yeah. Couldn't I could less. not care less. And I feel bad because I usually care a lot about my job and I work with kids. So obviously you should care, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, so over so many things right now that I'm just yeah. like, I don't care. Fuck it all. Yeah. Uh, and it's not bad. Like the thing's like terribly bad. I'm just, I think it's probably like end of the semester. Um, it's January. Yeah. There's no sun. I don't see the sun because I go to work and it's dark. I'm in a room that's in the middle of the school. So I don't have any windows. That's dark. And when I go home, I walk the dogs for like an hour and I get like, a sliver of sunlight and then it's dark again. I'm just like, I hate everybody. Yeah. So yeah, my, my job is annoying me right now. That's my fuck you. I feel that. I'm what sorry. Is, that's okay. I will come out of it. Um, what's your fuck you? Um, I couldn't really think of a fuck you this week. So I, I wrote my fuck you is to laundry, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is um, that like a least favorite chore of yours? I hate laundry really yeah i don't hate laundry at all i think it's once again so many steps like you okay. have to put it in the washer and then uh-huh. you have to put it in the dryer and then you have to take it out and then you have to fold it and then you have to put it away and that's a lot of steps and i don't like it i feel so therapized <laughs> that's not the word like it's a, it's a therapeutic chore for me um so i'm gonna tell you something i have literally never told another person before oh yes give it to me um I, when I fold laundry sometimes Uh and it's quiet, um, have you ever had a fever dream before? Oh yeah. Um, I feel like I'm in a fever dream. What? Where my heart starts to race, time starts to like weirdly like slow down and I feel like my thoughts are very loud. I sound insane right now. I sound truly crazy, but it happens to me like... I would say maybe 40% of the time when I do laundry, if I'm not listening to something else, Mm. I will feel like I'm in a fever dream and it feels very like panicky. Is that only with laundry or does 
like like if you were to do like like maybe like washing the dishes or like clean the floors and you weren't listening to something would you also get that same no it is always just laundry. With laundry interesting weird i don't know what it is but it i don't yeah i hate laundry okay and also laundry is cons- constant and always yes, yes. just and wait tons. till you have kids I know. I think about that all the time. I'm going to like, I'm going <laughs> to, what you can hire me and I will do your whole family's laundry for you. That's fine. I like laundry. Okay. <laughs> I will. When I you will. hate this and you're like, Tia, I don't want to do this anymore. I'll be like, no, play back this episode. Yep. Play it back. Play you, it. Said, you, <laughs> said you said it. You said you And then my do kids my are going to chant and be like, you have to do it. <laughs> I'll fucking do I like laundry, man. I'll but find yeah. some dumb chore for you to do at my house I don't want to do. Okay, dope. But yeah, also thanks for not thinking I'm crazy when I tell you I have weird fever dream moments. <laughs> no, I think that, I feel like that actually makes a lot of sense because I think that, and I, I just imagine, like I love silence. Like I love not listening to, like I like listening to podcasts and music and things sometimes, but I like my own thoughts but that's the thing is i love doing that like i'll Um, drive mm -hmm. in silence all the time Mm -hmm. i will i will clean the house in silence all the time but for some reason doing laundry silently is like really like weirdly overwhelming huh i don't i see it makes it it crazier now that you know but it it does make sense because i feel like i feel like that your mind can go strange places if you don't how it's it, it is interesting that it only happens with laundry i'll give you that like that mm-hmm. that is strange but i feel like it makes sense that like if we don't have other things distracting us like music and podcasts then we're just stuck with our weird thoughts and sometimes yeah. they spiral and get really crazy which is why i think a lot of people don't like mm-hmm. silence and can't sit with themselves sometimes but yeah but dm us if you also have fever dream laundry fever dreams. You, laundry fever dreams and you do laundry <laughs> but anyway um moving on from my insanity um what's your fuck yeah <laughs> my fuck yeah is also my work because next week is finals week which is a dope week for me because um we only get kids four out of the five days hell yeah and we only get them for half days um so they take their finals in the morning and then the afternoon the teachers get like grading time or whatever it is and like finals week is like the most chill like i actually have time to sit down and eat my lunch and not get to be like i get 30 minutes to shove Yes. rice into my face before kids start bothering me again hell yeah so it's like a nice chill week so i'm very very much looking forward to finals week and the end of the semester and getting like a new start for semester two so hell yeah that's my fuck yeah yay hey, what's your fuck yeah um my fuck yeah is um that i can now run five miles as my like base <gasps> like mile run that's fantastic congratulations thank you that's a that like five miles is a lot. It feels like a lot you're, when I'm you're, running it. You're almost running a 10k when you do that, basically. Oh, I didn't like, even think like of that. Your but basic yeah. run is almost a 10k. Hell yeah, that's dope. But yeah, so I'm feeling very proud of that. I ran five miles last night. Good job. Oh my gosh. Yeah, feeling good. We're boss. Um, but simultaneously, I had to pee so bad while running yesterday. There was oh. a decent chance that I was oh. like, I might piss myself. <laughs> I was like, that's going to be really fucking embarrassing. And I was literally looking at who had a yard that you that could, I could pee squat in. Because I was like, dude, I am legitimately going to piss my pants. And then I finally was like, you are an adult. You cannot pee. You are able to keep it in. You don't need to pee your pants. Oh, my gosh. So you made it home? I did. I did make it home. That's good news. But yeah. Just like pee in someone's front lawn, a 30-year-old just squatting. I couldn't hold it. <laughs> that's the most uncomfortable feeling though yeah 
You're just, yeah. I was like, I don't <laughs> like, I don't like having to do anything. I don't like having to do anything, but like when there's not a bathroom around, like yeah. that's why I hate going to soccer games where like, there's not, there's like that one soccer field that we play at. Yes. That, like bathroom is like a mile away. And I'm just like, I hate, I hate everything. Cause I constantly have to pee. Yeah. I hate it. Exactly. So, so <laughs> I almost peed in the yard. Yay. But Yay. you didn't. Yay. And further. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Tia won't be with us next week because she got arrested for, for peeing in the yard. Yup. In a public place. But, um, so tune in next week where we're finishing tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Yay. Um, where we're reading. We, 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 uh, and if you would do one thing this week for us, if you would just go rate the podcast, that'd be great. If yeah. you like it, give us a couple stars. Five yeah. is the best number of stars. <laughs> Five is peak stars. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're excited to finish up the book next week. Yeah. I'm excited to maybe not hate its book as much as I thought I would. Totally. And check out Instagram for maybe oh. a, a, a peek at, uh, our next bookies. Yeah. Just take, yeah. A, take a little peek a leak not right not right when you when this is out you can take a peek yeah are you making a promise that you're gonna post yeah okay i have a really good idea for one post uh-huh. and then i have the other one that we've already talked about but okay. the one that i have an idea for is has nothing to do with our next books it's oh, just okay. gonna be hopefully funny okay watch people be like that's not funny at all <laughs> it's gonna be great it was a stupid fucking I post believe, <laughs> i believe in you well i apparently check out our instagram t is gonna post a few things for us yo um <laughs> and on, on that note don't forget your bookmark and to lock the shed behind you bye yeah.